afternoon. You're listening to K Tahoe. It's time for the bright side with Alexis Robin. Good afternoon, Jen. Good it's afternoon. good to have you back in the studio with me. Great to be back. I missed you. I missed you too. I missed you too. So, um, so today we're talking about work life balance and, uh, more specifically work life harmony, but, uh, we'll get to that in a minute. But, uh, you know, for years and you've, been with me for years, but I've been talking about this whole work-life balancing and how to achieve it. And I have a few colleagues who insist that work-life balance balance is impossible. Like it just doesn't exist. And then I have some people who swear they don't need it. And then some people who are like, I don't even want that. Like I just, I work. That's what I do. It's my thing. Like balance is not even, I don't need it. Interesting. Right. Right. So it's just so... Um, the truth is I'm starting to look at this whole work-life balancing in a different way. And now I'm not, you know, I'm not even sure that I agree with myself yet on this whole topic. So I'm, you know, my intention is really just to put it out there and to give the listeners a chance to kind of think about it and think about what it means for you and, um, you know, float a couple ideas. So, um, so I think the thing with work-life balance is that, for one, if you're creating balance, it means that your work and life have to be mutually exclusive, right? So if there's a balance between the two, they're not the same. They're two different things. And then it also means that they have to balance each other out. So if your life stinks, work should be great. And if you loathe your work, then your life better be good enough to even out the bad days, right? So it's this kind of, you know, it's this kind of interesting concept of work-life balance where it's like there has to be enough of each and you know then you have the whole conversation around is it should it be 50 50 or should it be you know constantly fluctuating which person i'm on the fence for anything that you're going to balance like it's never going to be 50 50 it's you know it's going to be 60 40 90 10 you know you just have to be able to go back and forth so at the end of the day the av- or maybe at the end of your life, the average. Right. The average works out. Right. Same thing with like marriages. I mean, I remember when we got married, our priest, um, had this really nice sermon and he talked about, um, how, you know, balance wasn't 50 50. Mm-hmm. And he talked about how sometimes, you know, you're going to do 90% of the work and your spouse will do 10%. And then other times you're going to do 40 and they'll do 60 and, you know, but it'll always go back and forth. It'll never be even Steven. And so, um, my husband and I subscribe to that. You know, it's like sometimes, you know, one of us is killing it at home and doing everything to keep the household running and the other one's out working like a dog and, and then we swap. Mm -hmm. So anyhow, that's a different show. But, um, (laughs) but the reality is today is that it's really hard to keep our life and our work separate, right? So it's hard to keep work separate from our life and life separate from our work. And in some companies, they'll say, you know, just keep your personal life at home. Like we don't want to know anything about the gen that's not K Tahoe. If it has to do with your personal life, don't bring it here, mm-hmm. right? Some companies are like that. And other companies or another, you know, people in our lives are like, we don't want to know anything about your work. Like leave your work at work. Mm-hmm. But that's hard. You know, it's hard to be too, I feel like that makes you almost have to live as two separate people. Mm-hmm. Like here I am, like work Alexis. <laughs> and then I go home and I'm home Alexis, you know, and like they're two different people, right? Like work Alexis likes a latte and home Alexis likes a green tea or something. I mean, it's just, it's bizarre. So it, you know, got me thinking about this. I just got back from vacation, had this great spring break down at my parents' place in La Quinta, laid around on the pool, and I had to do a little bit of work while I was there, about four and a half hours total. And it did eat into my vacation a little bit, 
but it was something I chose to do. I was really excited about the project and, um, the timing was such that I, if I wanted to be a part of it, I had to do, I had to do some work. So that was fine. And, um, and I chose that. And this week I have to take a day off to do some personal stuff because we're going to remodel our kitchen and I need to take a day to go get all the stuff. Yay. I know that'd be fun. So then I'll, then I'll have to do a show on like how to survive a remodel, (laughs) right? Wait for that in July when it's all over. So, um, so I started thinking to myself, you know, my life feels balanced right now. I've got this work-life balance thing going. I had vacation. I had to work a little. I'm Now I'm back at work. I'm going to take off a little. But I'm starting to think of this new concept that I'm calling work-life harmony. Now, when I floated it by my dearest uh, muse this morning, he said, it sounds a little utopic. <laughs> I said, yeah, of course it does, but we're working towards it, right? But it's this idea where work and life feed each other. So, um, you know, you want to think about work bringing you joy, life bringing you purpose, and where your work is really part of your life and your life is part of your work. So they don't become mutually exclusive of each other. So, and what I'm trying to do now is, and again, remember, I'm, I'm not even sure I totally agree with myself yet. So I'm floating it out there. Comments are welcome. <laughs> Feel free to post them on the Facebook page. But um, but ways to bring my life's work and my work life into harmony. So I started thinking about it. Like, so what would it look like if, what does work life harmony look like? And then once we, once I tell you what it looks like, like, how do we get it? Right. <laughs> Cause ideally we all want it. We don't want to be stuck in this crazy limbo in between work and life and splitting our personalities and our, and our lives into two buckets. <laughs> Um, psychologists might like that. At least I don't, (laughs) at least I don't want that. So here's what I think work life harmony looks like. I think it looks like doing work that one, you really enjoy. So it's like you come in, you're doing your work, you know, being on air, you can hear when you're on air, Jen, you like to be on air, you have fun, you know, it's work you enjoy. When I'm coaching or I'm teaching, I love that. Like I love being in that role. It's also, I think you're, you'd be doing work that leverages your strengths. Mm -hmm. So it's something that's easy, comes naturally, comes easy to you. It definitely needs to be work that aligns with your values. So because when you're working out of alignment with your values, you know, if you value honesty and you're working for a company that you constantly have to lie for, that's not going to feel good. Or if you value humor and you're working in a place that's really serious and nobody ever, no joking in the office, just, you know, save that for later. No laughing. That's, you know, that's hurting our productivity. That wouldn't feel good. And so you want that, you, you would want it to align with your values or I would. Um, I also think it would, it would be work that feeds your personal meaning and purpose. So when you think about like, what's important, what do I want to do in the world? You know, some of the things that I really want to do is I want to make the world at work a better place. I want to um, leave people more inspired than they were before they met me, you know, whether they inspire themselves because of a question I ask them or whether they get inspired by something, a show that we do. Um, so it's like, how do I do work that, that motive or pushes that purpose and that meaning forward? But I also think that it's work that allows time and space for you to pursue a life that you love. Right. And so this is kind of where it comes in. Like, what does that look like when you, if you want to pursue a life that you love, um, and you're working 90 hours a week and you're absolutely depleted when you come home, like, does that give you the time and space to pursue a life that you love? 
Not much. Yeah, not much space, right? So, um, and I think that it would be work that enables a healthy lifestyle. And what I mean by a healthy lifestyle is time to sleep, adequate sleep, not just, you know, five hours a night, like adequate sleep, exercise, whatever choice of exercise that may be, and allows you time to spend either time to spend time with your friends, your family, or, or by yourself, you know, just taking some time to relax. So, um, so that's what I think that life work, work life harmony looks like in action, right? So how do we get it? I think that the way that we get it is, and you know, some of the ways that I think we should get it is that number one, and this is something that comes up in the coaching sessions I do all the time, but we have to ditch the meme or the story about financial security bringing you freedom, Right, we have this whole story around, and people will disagree. You might be like gripping your steering wheel as you're listening to this, and that's okay. I, a disagreement is great because it, you know, it'll help us think about this in a, in a better way. But this whole idea that like as soon as I have enough money in the bank, then I can relax, then I can go on vacation, then I can start reading to my kids, then I can get an exercise routine, then I can, you know, start working in my garden. You know, then I can make time to have a spiritual practice again. And the reality is, is that I have met more people since I started coaching who have been financially secure and totally broke. Right? I can see that. I've not been in that side, but (laughs) But it's, but this idea that like they've done, they've sacrificed everything in their life for the story of financial security that, you know, I was sold that story as a kid. I mean, they told us that in, in school and in college and that was our thing. Right. And so it's this whole idea that if, you know, we just work hard enough to get enough money in the bank and then you can experience freedom and relaxation and a life that you love. But the reality is, is that there's a lot of people, and I think we're exposed to this more in Tahoe, because a lot of people move here for the life that they love, right? Yes. They, they come up here, they're willing to sacrifice having, you know, a big fancy car or something so they can have the nicest skis, or they can go, you know, they're willing to sacrifice some kind of like really high highly regarded career so that they can ski all the time Mm -hmm. or that they can paddleboard or ride bikes or what have you in the summer. So, um, so I mean, so we've seen this in action, but the reality is, is that there, there are people, children who've been born who will live now to be 150 years old. Five zero? Five zero. Holy mackerel. Yes. They have, they have found that there will be children that live to be 150 who are already born right now. That won't be everybody, but Let's face it. I mean, the reality of our children living to be 120 is out there. The reality of us living to be into our hundreds, 104, 108, very, uh, very possible. So when you think about working your whole, you know, working and slogging it out and then going into retirement and having the golden years, well, the reality is, is we might be working a lot longer Mm-hmm. than we originally thought. So um, so this whole idea that we're going to slog it out and get this financial security and build up this big fat retirement and then you know go on to live this life of our dreams after, the reality is you might get to 60 and find out you've got 20 more years to work. 
Yep. Right. And your body may not keep up with you to be able to go enjoy life after. So, um, so there's a balance there. Now I'm not saying quit your job, forget about money, live off the land. That's not what I'm saying. I mean, a a savings account's a healthy thing, but what I'm, what I am saying is that if you're carrying around this story that you've got to work yourself to death until you get to retirement, you know, maybe take another look at that. Because if retirement was 80 and not 60, would you still want to work in the same fashion you're working now? That's a good question. Good question, right? So, um, so the second thing we need to do to get life, work life harmony is we need to figure out what kind of work that we really enjoy doing and pursue it. Right? So if you think about having to work into your 80s and you think about like what, is there some kind of work that I really actually love doing and would be happy to do into my later years? Now, again, I'm not saying you're working 40 hours, 50 hours a week when you're 80 years old. You know, maybe you're working 30 hours or maybe it's a, you know, you've kind of eased into something where you're consulting or I don't mm-hmm. know. But, um, but thinking about work that you really, really enjoy. Instead of what's going to pay you the most, what you, you know, what's going to be the most revered by your neighbors, um, what are your parents going to be the most proud of? Mm-hmm. But instead, think about what you enjoy doing. Um, th- the third way I'm proposing that you could work towards work-life harmony is to simplify. Now, if you have built a $20,000 a month life or more and you Yikes. can't quit your job or you can't change your life because you won't be able to feed the beast. And by the beast, I mean, you know, all the bills that come in and this giant life you've built for yourself, then, and you want to, then you should begin to simplify. And that may be selling a toy, right? It may be getting rid of the boat. It might be, um, going on less vacations. It might be, uh, unsubscribing to the clubs that you're a part of that you only go to once a year. Um, it may be selling your second home and buying a timeshare instead. I mean, it's, you know, just think about what you need to do. It might be downsizing, you know, getting into a smaller house that's good enough that fits you Mm -hmm. and allows you money to travel or time to take off with your kids or your wife or husband or what have you. Um, so simplification is, is important because you want something that you can, um, that you can have a nice, um, a nice life with, you know? Not, not something you don't want to be, you know, feeding this angry beast that's requiring more and more money year after year. Totally agree with you. Yeah. So, um, so number four on how do you get work-life harmony is to choose wisely. Now, every minute of every day is spent the way we choose to spend it. Now, again, you might start gripping your steering wheel or, you know, shaking your fist at the radio, but every time we go to work, we ignore our values. We pursue money over enjoyable work. We are choosing it. I get a lot of clients who come in and they say, well, I can't quit because I have this huge mortgage or I can't do this because my kids are in private school or I can't, you know, start exercising because I have to be to work from seven to 10 every day. You know, the reality is, is you can do anything you want. There are side effects, but you can. So there's no, you know, you're choosing it. So every time that I choose, when I chose to take work over my vacation, I chose it. I didn't say, oh, I have to do this. Oh, poor me. I have to do this. No, I chose it. I owned it. I chose it. I told my family like, hey, here's the deal. I've got this stuff going on and they were fine with it. 
but you have to choose wisely. You have to own, own your, uh, own your choices. So if you're going to take a job that's not allowing for adequate sleep, relationship development, or exercise, think about how long you'll do it for and to what ends. Because we all, sometimes we choose to make sacrifices. We say, Hey, you know what? I'm going to take a second job for a year so I can get these loans paid off. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to, you know, work really hard because I really want to remodel my kitchen. So I'm going to do a few extra jobs so that, you know, the next five years we can have something really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you want to think, but you want to put some boundaries so you don't just get sucked into that. Like, Oh, now I'm making all this money. I want to keep going or I have to, you know, in order to do this job, I got to work 85 hours a week or something. Um, so choose wisely. And then number five here on how do you get life work life harmony is to build your work on your strengths. The reason why you, I encourage you to build your work on your strengths is because working for our, from our personal strengths, it energizes us versus depleting us. So when you think about what you're naturally good at and what you do, it's, you know, you're going to leave the day, leave the office, leave the station, leave wherever, feeling motivated and energized after a day of hard work versus coming out on the other end like, oh, I just need a nap and a bottle of wine, <laughs> right? And so um, so you want to be able to go home and have that energy to spend on the stuff you want to do at home, Yeah, you know, on the projects, on the relationships you want to nurture. And then... um Number six in terms of how to get work-life harmony is to work for and with people who want to know you as the whole person versus just your job duties. So, um, you know, somebody who's interested in what you like, somebody who cares that you actually have a family and supports you in going to your kids' baseball games or supports you in taking a family vacation and having that space and that white space. And, you know, when you're working with people who you really like as well and who have shared values, it actually can feel like fun. Mm -hmm. I mean, I travel with uh, four other women who I just love and respect. And we have a lot of shared values and we have a lot of fun together when we travel for work. I mean, it is a lot of fun and we're working our tails off, but we're having fun. And, and you can feel it. People, you know, people who we teach are like, wow, you can really tell you guys have a connection. And that's what it feels like to work with people who are fun. So if you're tired of the whole work-life balance argument, you're, you've failed at making that work, start thinking about work-life harmony. Think about, you know, what it would look like for you. Think about, um, making your life's work part of your work life and vice versa. And remember that the reality is we're going to be working far past our 60s. And what that means is this old method of slogging it out till retirement is going to land us in burnout mode. Absolutely. And so I want you to imagine a life where you enjoy your work and lifestyle so much that doing it into your 70s could be enjoyable. Oh, there's something to think about. Yeah, something to think about. So, um, so be intentional about creating a life that you love and that should include your work, right? So work shouldn't necessarily be a means to the life you love. It should be a part of a life you love. I like it. So there you have it. This is Alexis Robin on the bright side, executive coach with Jennifer Scanio, my co-host. Here at KTHO. Lots to think about. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So next week, we're actually going to be talking about co-working. Have you ever heard of this? Co-working? Co-working, where um, there's a big office building and people of all different small businesses work in the same um, space together. 
Oh, that'd be kind of fun. So yeah. And so the benefits of co-working and, um, I'm actually going to have, um, a couple people in town who are going to start a co-working space, come in and be on the show. Oh, that'd so, be awesome. Yeah. So it'll Fantastic. be really fun. So Ooh, I'm about we'll to put them on the morning show. Ooh. All right. There's something to think about. Uh, well, thank you so much. Thanks, Jen. We'll have a back. great week. We'll see you next Monday. Same time, same place. KTHO. That's right. You've been listening to Alexis Robin with The Bright Side.